it's it's brutal i'm not gonna lie it's funny because you <laughs> when you when you approached me about talking about this i was thinking in my head man what do i have to say on this because this is something we struggle with chronically so yeah. it's but you know there are massive differences in the way our culture and the workforce has evolved over the last 10 years as yeah. you suggested I, we've been open for about 10 years now and i can see a distinct difference from the way people related to their job and to the way it was hiring in the early days versus how it is now. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Map It Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode one of a five-part series with returning guest, Nick Kasuf. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Lee, it's good to be here. Good to chat with you again. My, my, hasn't the world changed since we were <laughs> last on the <laughs> podcast together? There's been a pandemic. We're on the cusp of financial economic funnery. Um, everything seems to be shifting very quickly uh, in this time. So in this series, we're going to talk about something that you and I have been talking about offline on Instagram for quite some time, and that's the challenges of staffing. So um, just before we do that, folks, uh, please excuse my voice. Uh, I have some really crazy allergies post-India, and uh, I'm sorry for the scratchiness of my voice. I know that can be hard to listen to, but please, I promise this series is going to be worth you weathering that because everybody's experiencing one version or another of this at the moment. And so, Nick, I hope that we can demystify some of that for people today. Um, so, Give people a rundown of what it is that you do and about True Brew, your business. Yeah, so I'm a cafe owner, coffee coffee owner. We have a roastery. We have multiple retail cafes. And I've been in the coffee entrepreneurial space for about 10 years now. And yeah. I've known you for quite a few of those yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> and so the... Things I do have kind of evolved over that time. It started off as just a barista in our cafe trying to sling out coffees every day. And now I'm more on the back end trying to build and grow the business. And um, in the last couple of years, I've shifted to doing a little bit of consulting with other cafes and other people looking to open coffee shops. So it's been giving me a different little uh, perspective on that side of things. And I remember visiting your cafe and every time I used to go in there, I was so impressed by the diversity of um, of people in there. And what I meant by what I mean by that is, you guys tailored to the people in the nursing home who were near you. You tailored <laughs> to the young people. Like there were different sections of the cafe that different people, like different groups of people, used to to congregate in. And the other thing that I really loved was. Um, the way that you tried as a leader to nurture your staff and and there's one idea that you had back then that I still tell to clients now um, and that was when you would say to your staff that there were these books, leadership books, personal development books that you encouraged them to read. Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell people what that program was? Yeah, it was something I did for a while. I, I have to say I haven't been as... Uh, yeah. on top of pushing that lately maybe maybe that's something i need to get back into but at, at that point i was basically offering financial incentives such as giving them a raise of some some value uh for completing a book whether that was something pertaining to coffee coffee education or just workplace culture leadership 
I try to encourage my managers to read books on management or just leadership in general. And I I think some people did take take up the offer and and do that. And, you know, they got some sort of raise, but surprisingly, not as many people as you think would follow through with it. But I guess that's just the nature of things. Not everybody takes that extra step for for, uh, advancing themselves. It's just one of those things. And we take it for granted, right? Like if if I had been in any employment situation and they had said to me, you know, look, we want you to read these books and if you read these books, we're going to give you a raise, I would see that that was my employer conspiring to my success and rewarding me for that. The world seems to have changed significantly over the past decade, right? Particularly when it comes to staffing. Now that could be a generational thing. It could be the external forces that are going on. So with regards to the pandemic, making people reassess what they value and in in a job and not. It could also be economic. In this series, we're going to talk about a lot of that. And you've been very vocal on social media about the fact that you have some staffing um, or you have some opinions about what's happening with regards to the the American economy. Uh, you're based in California. And uh, I want to explore that in this series because you're a successful, you're one of the the rare uh, business owners where making money isn't the problem. You, you have a business model that's working well. What are the staffing problems that exist for cafe owners today, in your opinion? It's it's brutal. I'm not gonna lie. It's funny because you when you when you approached me about talking about this, I was thinking in my head, man, what do I have to say on this? Because this is something we struggle with chronically. So yeah. it's but you know, there are massive differences in the way our culture and the workforce has evolved over the last 10 years, as yeah. you suggested. I, we've been open for about 10 years now, and I can see a distinct difference from the way people related to their job and to the way it was hiring in the early days versus how it is now. Folks, our first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, is now available for you to learn at your own pace for just 50 euros, and it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. Yeah, And COVID has accelerated things uh, drastically. It's it's gotten much worse post-COVID. And I would chalk it up to a few different things. But I think as a society as a whole, I think we've had a massive wake-up call for mm-hmm. the way people relate to their work, the way that just the entire dynamic has has truly shifted. And it's it's been challenging to navigate that. And it also creates a little bit of a wrench in how you try to plan out future plans and growing into an economy and a workforce that's drastically different than it was, you know, even just five years ago. When you say that it's drastically different, how is it drastically different? Let's let's benchmark against pre and post COVID. Yeah. So if I could paint a picture of, you know, pre and post, I if my memory serves me correctly, remember a time when it was not so difficult to hire people who were competent enough to uh, do the 
just necessary daily tasks that require that are required to run a cafe, which can be quite difficult and quite varied. It's surprising to people who may have, you know, never worked in a cafe or, or at least in a high volume one to to realize that so much actually needs to be firing in in a you know synchronized way in order to mm. navigate daily life. I know you used to work oh, yeah. uh, high cafe or you know high volume Massive cafes volumes. in Australia and stuff. Yeah, and so you know you, you're familiar with the demands that are placed on the mm-hmm. employees, the baristas, and just really everybody to make it operate. And so it it really isn't an easy job. And to find people now that are able to weather some of the beating that you get working in high volume cafes, it's it's become much more difficult. It, it feels like pre-COVID, it was a bit easier. I think people were a little bit more resilient. And mm-hmm. now it seems like everybody is extremely, I don't want to say fragile, because that's not the right word, but it's like, it's like everybody is so burdened with so many external things that coming into work and having to deal with high volume, you know, retail customers, it can take a toll on people that I think they don't have that wiggle room to, you know, to, to take long term. Do you think people are fatigued or fed up or um, just have a completely different perspective? What is it, do you think? Probably a combination of both. I think I think people are fatigued because at least here in, in California and, and America, I think in a broader sense, people are struggling from so many different variables, mm-hmm. economic uh, turmoil. We have very high inflation here. I was just telling you before we hopped yeah. on, like gas in California now is almost $7 a gallon. That is wild. And housing is insanely expensive. And to be a barista you know obviously it's not like an insanely high paying job you know you can make a decent living but trying to live in in california and you know specifically some of the areas that we're in is is extremely difficult and so having that financial economic burden is probably (laughs) one facet of of a stressor that's already placed on people and then going into work and then you have the you know stresses to be found from a high volume coffee business and i think in general there's also stress from culturally social media i mean i think is Mm. just completely decaying the minds of all of us i don't even want to say gen z because all of uh, me and even my my parents are on social media now and it's (laughs) really um my mom yeah she's she's on social media it's scary i don't you know it's (sighs) There may be like some sort of age limit for how people that are on social media, like you need to, it's, it can be, it can be interesting. Like, um, but yeah, as Gen Z kind of, you know, ages its way into the bulk of the workforce, especially at an entry level job, like coffee, Mm -hmm. you have this whole new dynamic of a generation that, you know, grew up entirely with social media and existing in the online virtual world. And so they have this new problem that, like my generation and and before didn't deal with where you have to like navigate your life online and your persona in the digital world and then translate that into the real world and human interaction with your coworkers, your guests and, you know, executing a job. It's, it's definitely a new, new thing that the human race is experiencing. And we're going to talk about that at length in the next episode, because I don't know what the problem is with regards to staffing right now. I think that anybody who decides that it's just Gen Z 
or it's just the pandemic or it's just economic. Like there's one thing that's causing this problem. I think that that's a fool's perspective. I think there's Agreed. there's a culmination of things that are all crashing into each other all at the same time. And I believe that whatever it is that's happening right now is going to sift out the people who can survive this and who can't. And I don't know that that's a terrible thing. Um, yeah. I think that we need some kind of a reckoning to sort out the saturation that we have in our industry. Um, and I, I look at a generation like Gen Z and I think what they bring to the table can be exceptionally valuable if we can Absolutely. make some space for them. But we're not going to be able to make that space for them until we can recognize the shit pile that we're already standing in. Yeah. Um, so let's, folks, join us in the next episode where we're going to talk at length about Gen Z. I think this is going to be a really, really interesting conversation. So we'll see you then. Thanks, Nick. Peace on peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below. 